Welcome to the Pioneer Cast. This podcast is specifically for design and construction pros who are transitioning from leading projects to leading and inspiring great teams. Our purpose at Pioneer IQ is simple, is to equip and empower you to develop your leaders who can inspire people and build and scale their teams. I'm your host, Dwayne Abels, founder and president of Pioneer IQ. The only reason God's put me on this earth is to guide you to see and reach your leadership potential in order to fully serve your family, your teams, and our community. Okay, so I'm getting some questionable feedback on the podcast series that we've been in here. So in the pre-production process, a lot of times what I'll do is we'll outline the topics and think about how it pertains to the companies that we're dealing with literally this week, yesterday, in the moment. And sometimes I'm able to get some feedback and I was reviewing with a client a couple of days ago, some of the topics that we're covering in this episode, not just in the episode, but the whole series. And he looks at me and goes, man, these are all serious. Why don't you do something fun? And I thought, yeah, I need to do something fun. And then I realized like, there's a lot of tough shit right now in our world and not everything's fun. But we can have fun while we're on the journey, right? And so hopefully um, today we're going to get really personal, but hopefully we can have some fun with it because the truth is we're extremely blessed. We live in unequivocally the best country in the world, in world history. We're able to be entrepreneurs or great producers, whatever we choose. We're able to be pioneers or great producers. Again, whatever we choose. The main point of this entire series is to help you choose. This series is not an easy one. It's for those people in the design and construction industry who are walking into the planning process for 2023, 2024, 2025, and are trying to evaluate the progress that they've made, the needs in the marketplace, and make decisions for their team, for their division, or for their organization as they march forward. What this series is all about is putting seven of those decisions in front of you and hopefully having some fun, but giving you some tools, resources, or thoughts to help you make these decisions in the way that works best for your team, organization, or business unit. Our world, our industry is in dire need of people who are willing to wake up every single day and to see the greater good that their team does, who is able to uncover and tell the story of their projects and their partnerships, not just put work in place, win work, and and take home a paycheck. I'm hoping that through these challenging questions, these seven decisions that we're challenging you to make, you're able to uncover some of that so that you can be that leader, not just the manager, not just the executive, not just the owner, but the leader who can inspire your team to take advantage of all these disruptions, which we call opportunities, to maximize the people on your team and to scale and grow whatever you're in charge of. So prepare yourself. The next few minutes are going to get really personal. In the previous episodes, we've talked about challenging but simpler things. We've talked about helping you to define which opportunity or disruption you really want to start to leverage. We've talked about helping you understand how that is affecting your clients and your market. We've talked about prioritizing your industry sectors and geographic markets. We've talked about your customer's experience. And if You're innovative, inventive, or just doing what everyone else does. Those are all very mechanical 
This particular one is very personal. The decision that we're challenging you to make today is going to take you objectively looking at your internal team, your internal organization, and other external project teams that you choose to partner with on an ongoing basis as you move your company forward. The challenge is, the decision is, what changes do you need to make to your team? And I'm talking about people. So it's highly likely that even just in the last 15 seconds of me teeing up the question, certain men and women have already come to mind for you. I challenge you to write those names out on a piece of paper with a pencil or pen, which is going to pull different chemicals in your brain to function and think and create and make decisions. But write their names down over the, the course of this episode and think through if they are one that you need to change. Right. And so when I say change, here are your options. Train them or trade them. No more drama, no more BS, no more disruptions inside your culture. If you have a name written down, you have to decide if you're going to train them or trade them. Right now in 2022, we have some crazy factors in the marketplace that are driving chaos in our firms, right? We have COVID, we have supply chain issues, we have cost issues, we have interest rate issues, we have political issues, we have regulatory issues, we have a drought on the West Coast, we have all these crazy things. And on top of all that, apparently we've somehow in the middle of all this switched from employees needing employers to employers needing employees, right? There's been this dramatic shift in the world from people being very loyal to an organization versus everyone getting clear that there's a ton of other opportunities out there and them getting very choosy about their life's investment, which is something that I value, something that I very much agree with. We're also, in summary, dealing with this concept of the great resignation, and it is ripping our industry apart. We have people jumping ships from one to the other, like we're sitting in a harbor and all these ships or all these companies are connected and they're just moving from one to the other. I'm saying this because right now in 2022 and 2023, there is no time for disruptive people in our organizations who we know are cancerous or are bad apples. There's no grace for those types of people and there's less grace for leaders who are continuing to put up with it. So as you write that name or two down, ask yourself, is it a training issue or are they just a bad fit for our culture? So one of the things that that I would also challenge you to think about is external. When you think about the great projects that you've completed recently, if you think about the projects that you're currently on or the projects that you're in the middle of pursuing, there are multiple teammates multiple organizations involved on those teams and projects. The second part of this question is, which one of those teams do you need to walk away from? And it may not be that you can walk away from them tomorrow and flip a switch, but it could be a scenario where there are certain teams that you absolutely unequivocally know that are profitable teams to, to play on, but they wreak havoc with the owner, the process, the people, that are on the team. It's not worth it. It's a lot easier to find and replace a partner than it is nowadays to replace really good people who are a great fit for your culture. And the truth is right now, the people that are high performers, 
that live inspired, that are motivated, the people that you're really building your business around, those are the people that are the most frustrated. The people that are disengaged and the people that you really don't care if you lost, those are the people who don't care. They're not engaged. They're not disengaged. They're just quietly quitting and doing the minimal, not the job description. They're just doing what's minimal. They're not going to complain. You're going to lose your high performers if you don't make a change to that disruptive person on your team or in your company and to that client. Or even it could just be if you're a sub, for example, if you're a specialty trade contractor or design partner, maybe it's just a project manager or project executive within the general the team that you serve. Maybe it's just a matter of not working with certain project executives or project managers within a company. It could also be the fact that you need to walk away from the whole company as a whole, either a prime or an owner that just doesn't align with your values, with your purpose, and with your vision. Right now, we're in a world where, and this is going to be hard for some of you to swallow, your culture trumps your productivity. Your culture is more valuable. Your culture is more difficult to build. Your culture is more important than your productivity. And let me give you a real world example. I guarantee you that there is a man or a woman that you're thinking of right now that's either on your team or in your business or they're on a construction team that you're on that has absolute ridiculous talent and expertise, but as a complete asshole to work with. Now, I realize that that might not be the best word to articulate in the podcast, but the reality is that's what we think of them, right? But a lot of managers and a lot of executives are willing to put up with that asshole because they know he or she is a really high performer and they're profitable. What those executives and managers don't often realize is that they're causing everyone around them to be a lower performer, disengaged, and ultimately they start to walk away. An example that I gave a few weeks ago at the National Smackna Convention, I actually showed a video of Antonio Brown uh, last year when he was playing for the Bucks. And what's really interesting about this two-minute clip, if you go to Google and put in Antonio Brown Bucks game, You'll see a two-minute clip where Antonio Brown literally loses his mind, throws his equipment and his shirt, helmet on the sidelines, throws it up in the stands. While the game's taking place, uh, walks out on the field, making signs to the to the team and to the to the fans, and then walks into the locker room. What's interesting about the two-minute clip is it literally continues to broadcast the game. And as soon as Antonio Brown exits the field, Tom Brady, who might considerably be the best quarterback to ever walk on the face of planet Earth, as hard as it is for me for a Chiefs fan to admit, literally picked up his game and started throwing touchdowns. Here's my point. It happens to the best companies, to the best teams, and to the most high-performing leaders. We want to win. We want to deliver. Right, We want to be successful and significant, and in the process, sometimes we accidentally recruit and allow that person into our organization that absolutely is not a good fit for our culture, for our teams, or our process. You have to make, get rid of them, train or trade them. Right now, 2022, don't go into 2023 
without making this decision. And when you do, this is what you're going to hear. Damn, it's about time. Everyone else saw it. Why didn't you? You're going to hear those types of things. Be proactive to this. There are a lot of people who are dealing with a lot of issues. Everyone in 2022 that I know is carrying a lot more weight on the bar than normal. There are people on your team or people on your external teams that are dealing with very difficult personal issues that are in a bad season. So it's your job as their leader to love your team, especially your internal team enough to make sure that you know if it's a personal issue that they're going through, if it's a bad season, or if they're just a plain bad apple. No one's perfect, including you. So it's our responsibility to understand the potential of the people on our team and make sure that there's not something that you can help them through that's preventing them from reaching their potential. If they are aligned with your beliefs, your purpose, vision, and your culture. All of us are walking around right now looking for Superman or Superwoman. And at the end of the day, we're literally walking past Clark Clint, Clark Kent, Jiminy Christmas. That sour lake dialect came out on me right there. We're walking past him every single day. And the truth is, is us as leaders, we need to create a phone booth environment that can help transform the people who we're around into the potential that they have. It's not our job. If you're a manager or an executive or an owner or a team leader or a business unit leader, your job is much greater than being a great producer. Your job is to understand people, interpret their potential, and pull the absolute best version out of them. That's your responsibility. We have to create a culture that manages people to their potential, not to their current performance. So I'm challenging you, and I know this is hard. Some of the most difficult decisions in my career have been letting people go inside of Pioneer Q, people that I genuinely loved who were ridiculously talented individuals who started to discover other parts of their purpose that just weren't in alignment with what our calling and our purpose and our vision is here at Pioneer Q. They loved the construction industry. And what they discovered in one particular circumstance was he had a much bigger passion for technology than he did developing and growing people and leaders. It's not easy, but you have to agree with their purpose is much greater than your intent. If you're going to be a purpose-driven leader, this is where the rubber meets the road. Love them enough to know what their potential is. And if it's inside your organization, make an intentional effort to develop them. If it's not, you need to make a change. With that being said, next episode, we're going to get into the last decision, the most difficult decision that I'm going to challenge you to make in this entire series. I'm going to give it to you now just to give you a little bit of time to think about it. Here's the question. Why should you or anyone else choose to dedicate their time and their career to be on your team? Why should you or anyone else dedicate themselves and their career to your team? If you can't answer that question right now, I would urge you to do some significant soul searching to ask yourself why your team or why your organization is worth your investment. We're all going to, we're in the design and construction industry. We're all going to miss baseball games and football games and recitals. What makes it worth missing those things? Because if it's the paycheck, that's not the right answer. There's got to be something bigger than that. In the next episode, 
we'll cover it. Until then, have the courage. Our world sincerely needs you. Lead on.